This is Shayna and Chris, and we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right, this week in Queer Urban Dictionary, I have other mother, just one word, other mother, um, is defined as a woman who cares for a child that is not biologically her own. My sentence is rooted in West African tradition. Other mothering can uh, can include child rearing outside of the home, including in educational settings. It is also commonly multi-generational with multiple other mothers for a single child. This is according to Wiki- Wikipedia. So other mother. The mother. All right. My uh, queer urban dictionary word of the week that I learned uh, as Shana was putting her ear out into the crowd. You still need to come up with a name for this. If anybody has one, please email us. So apparently this was like an overheard New York gaze was bisexual plumber sheet. Yeah. If you think about it for a moment, you can visualize it because I immediately was like, what does that mean? Oh, wait. Yeah, I got it. So apparently the white gays and bays are making plumber chic happen. So if you think Carhartt, you think Dickies, you think oversized overalls, you get the picture, bisexual plumber chic. My sentence is, watch out New York. Bisexual plumber chic is on the loose. Yeah. I do appreciate a Carhartt. And I do want overalls this year, but some of that stuff is cute. I was like, yeah, I've never had like a the, jumpsuit. In, you know, yeah, the jumpsuit. I feel like I should have one. Wild Fang has always been putting the queers yeah. on. They were they were ahead of bisexual plumber chic before people realized they it. were. Yeah, they were. How about it? You know, you have a you have a term, and it's very early. It's in its early stages on TikTok as well. There's not a lot of videos about it, but there are definitely a couple that very much define everything that it is. So we are in the yeah. early stages of this. It's almost like breaking breaking here, but you know, yeah. We're just it's really putting a name to what's been out there too because that, like even when you mention it and when and I know I can see your definition but I was like yeah the definitely the jumpsuits the overalls the our hearts the dickies and all that the work wear wear all that that's its whole little fashion lane whole fashion yeah. lane mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right well let's go ahead and praise Billy Porter our first category is is the Chris. Critics' Choice Awards and the Emmys recap. What a time. Award show season. What a time. I feel like it came in hotter this year. As a person who watches award shows every year, mm-hmm. it just feels like it's coming coming everywhere. And everybody's just back yeah. to back and everybody's in their outfits. And it's like one month of having to dress up and look like a person once a week. And then the celebrities get to go back to whatever they were doing with their right. lives beforehand. So, yeah. Nah, it's hitting hard this year. I feel like uh, one of the awards didn't happen last year because of their like, diversity conduct or something like but I feel like this year everything's back and it's just more again more full force of like okay we're we're back back mm-hmm. so yeah we had two this past weekend so a lot of, a lot of awards we did so what did you see I'm sure you saw did you watch the Emmys or did I you, watched are you majority a of the Emmys uh, okay. majority of the Emmys I did watch and the Critics Choice Award I did not watch mm-hmm. but I saw the yeah. from it yeah, I feel like I'm moving or transitioning into like a, a award show clips person mm-hmm. like where I'm just like, I'm never around to sit in front of the TV to watch it. And I feel like the last award show that I sat through and watched the whole thing was the Oscars with the Will Smith slap. Mm. And I feel like after that, like, it's just why watch anything else? Like, what else like, could what else could happen? What else? Like, that I mean, honestly, pe- that's. Yeah, it really did peak. So, um, yeah, I'm turned into a clips person. Like, I'm like, as soon as the clips drops, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like, I feel like I'm watching it, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you're not really missing much because the clips really do capture the highlights very well. The social media managers on that are doing great work because mm-hmm. even as I watched working, and then working. I got the highlights, I was like, well, especially when I tuned in, I tuned in after all of the good parts, all the rest of it. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. And I tuned in because of the clips. I was like, oh. Nisi Nash is doing stuff. Ooh, Richard Brunson is doing stuff. I get on and I'm like, oh, you got past all the, <laughs> all the, the stuff moment. I wanted to see. Yeah. So cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. But yeah, they, I mean, for both award shows, um, 
a lot of great names that won with the Critics' Choice that pulled out uh, Divine Joy Randolph won again for the holdovers for Best mm-hmm. Supporting Actress. Um, Cord Jefferson for American Fiction won Best Adapted Screenplay. I want to see American Fiction, I but see I'm American waiting for fiction. it to get, to get to streaming. I know it's like, will I not go to the theater released. now. <laughs> I do. I mean, I went for Beyonce and I went to it, but I don't. Rightfully I don't so, because it's Beyonce. Uh, like, it's just like, now that you, now that it gets to, and I saw Bottoms. So, you know, I go, it just, you know, not everything mm-hmm. deserves to be in the theater, to be honest, or that. to go to the theater. Um, but I did want to see American Fiction in the theaters, but I feel like, is it widely playing? I know they were opening it so. up. Yeah, I think so. I think they just opened it all the way up. But I feel like given the time, like by the time I get to it, I might as well wait till it's on streaming because mm-hmm. it'll be there. So, yeah. So American Fiction won. Um, so Core Jefferson took home uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, IO. Um, best actress in a comedy series for the bear. Um, Io is on a run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Io is just on a run. Um, for the Emmys, uh, she picked up outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series for the bear. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race won for outstanding host, or, or RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race won for outstanding host for a reality or competition program. Storm Reed won uh, Outstanding Guest Actress in a Drama Series for The Last of Us. Um, did you watch that on, on Max or HBO I, or whatever I the kids up. are calling it? I, yeah. I saw it, but I know that Storm Reed's character was queer, so no. that was a win for okay. us. Yep. <laughs> win for us. Home. That's, that's yeah. really what matters. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the other... Storm Reed had that other... Um, that Netflix movie that came out last year. Did you see that where her mom was knee along and her mom gets kidnapped and she has to use social media right to, i don't know the name of it but it came out last yeah. year it was, it was pretty good it was oh pretty i good. did not watch it it had a lot of like, i didn't know how i felt it was very social media heavy so my mom like hated it <laughs> she was like i don't want to see what they're texting you know how they put it on the screen like rap yeah. shit it's like that so my mom was like so annoyed the whole movie they should just say it <laughs> and I was just like no this movie is about technology <laughs> pissed okay I was like, you can't see that for real. She's like, no, I don't. And no. I don't want to read a text while I'm watching. Okay. I get it. She I get was it. like, you can call me and tell me what happened in this film. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to read it. Yeah. She does not like the phone text integration in movies. And I, I don't blame her, but I think it, I mean, it's just a time. So mm-hmm. bless her heart. A lot of, lot of technology in that movie though. <laughs> um, and then Nisi Dash for outstanding uh, uh, supporting actress in a limited or anthology series or movie for mm. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Mm. Uh, we'll get back to DC and, and then Quinta. Did I say Quinta when we first started? No, Quinta won no, for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for Abbott Elementary. So yeah, it was, I mean, the Emmys look fun. It was a lot more fun winners and oh, everything yeah. and yeah. great having, speeches. Having Anthony Anderson as the host and he had his mom be like the sub host so mm-hmm. she just basically got to sit out in the crowd. They had pinned a mic to her, so she didn't even have to hold the mic. She just got to sit and have a pinned mic and make commentary as he was making commentary <laughs> and just make fun of him the whole time. And then anybody who was going over their speeches, she just had a sign that was like a hand-drawn clock. Like oh, I saw it was long, And she yeah. would interrupt that, which is also hilarious. hilarious because there is, as they showed her holding up her sign, it also panned to the aggressive electronic sign that the stars have to look at when they go up and they go over their speech. It's literally like red and yellow text and it's flashing like there's no way for you to not feel pressured to get (laughs) off stage because I was always like, who is who is actually telling you to leave? No, it's a giant screen that is back there. So on top of that, then you have Anthony's mom who's like, all right, wrap it up. (laughs) Nope, you're going too long. Okay, like Jennifer Coolidge came on and of course she was telling stories and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, I have one last thing to say. She's like, all right, girl. And then she's like, so this reminds me of the time. And she was like, nope, nope, that's too long of a story. Get off the stage. And like, it's just fully interrupting that's people. But you hilarious. can't like be mad because it's right. It's a mom who is mm-hmm. who is telling you this. So that was a great add on. And especially after the whole Joe Coy situation to this, I was mm-hmm. like, Anthony knows what's happening. Kept it entertaining. The skits, they uh, clearly the Emmys had budget this year because they were setting up like mini I saw the like Martin stages yeah. and stuff for people mm-hmm. to come out and like post little skits and it was actually funny. Um, mm-hmm. So I was more so entertained by that than 
what was happening at yeah. uh, that's cool the give Bowling us some Globes. little you know performance art kind of thing i saw martin yeah. and then i saw uh Tracy Ellis Ross and mm-hmm. Natasha Leon doing um, I Love Lucy, which, by the way, I started Poker Face. Very good show so far with Natasha uh, oh, Leon. Yeah. 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 Very good show. If you're not watching it, watch it. It's very good. I will watch it then. I was like, oh, yeah. I've yeah, run out of shows at, the, at this moment. So it's time yeah. for me to get to the rest of my Poker list. Face. Um, realize yeah. that I need to also finish Beef because Beef is just cleaning up. Beef at is all cleaning these awards up everywhere as yeah. well. So yeah. I got halfway nope. through the season and then I think I just got distracted. So I'm going to go back. Okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, Shout out to Ali Wong, one and all that. Um, yeah, it's you know, it was cool to to see. And again, Niecy Nash's speech is just amazing. Like, just, I want to thank me. Okay, okay. like this, yeah, inspiring speech and for all the black and brown mm-hmm. women people. Mm-hmm. And to hear her journey through, like, not feeling worthy, yeah, not feeling her best self not feeling great and knowing that like we all do go through that but to see somebody as boss as Niecy Nash mm-hmm. who comes out and kills it all the time but it just goes to show how little we see of the yeah. other side like yes and understand this amazing powerful face that is like unfiltered and unapologetic and all of the uns but to see and hear her journey to know how much her and Jessica just like truly love each other I love did mm-hmm. you see on social media afterwards the fact that they were skinny dipping with the award I didn't after see the skinny dipping that's so cute yeah. it was great she held her down for that movie I was gonna say I love that she won for this and that the show didn't really get that many other awards like and it was worthy of it but it's like you don't want to like you know it's, it's ultimately a serial killer like you don't want to keep you know yeah, elevating targeted that black story <laughs> exactly so, so I'm glad that Niecy Nash's character and Niecy Nash won for this because like, yeah, great character. She acted her ass off. She mm-hmm. deserves and everything. So yeah, like that was really good to see. And it was good to see Quinta win. And yeah, it was, it was a good night. It looked entertaining. So mm-hmm. awards, awards, awards. I know we have the Grammys coming up. That's mm-hmm. in February. I just looked it up. Oscars isn't until March 10th. So yeah, we got it's usually you know, later. Yeah, we we are in literal like award season. It is like a quarter long. <laughs> so we got some more more stuff coming up. So shout out to all the winners. Yes. All right. Our next category is I need to pick out something positive and uplifting. And we haven't been. Also yeah. <laughs> also not surprising, but uh the category is aunties and this study that finds that aunts play a surprisingly critical role in supporting LGBTQ youth. Um, which I was like, it's not really surprising, but just validates it. But <laughs> this study uh, was uh, published last last month in the American Sociology Association's Open Access Journal uh, and it found that aunts play a crucial role in supporting their young relatives who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, and transgender, including by preventing them from experiencing homelessness, homelessness if their parents are less supportive. Uh, the name of this study in this paper is called Aunties, Aunts, and Tias, The Forgotten Other Mother, uh, see. Uh, supporting, oh, okay. and, mm-hmm. <laughs> supporting and Housing LGBTQ Youth. Um, and it's the first research on uh, LGBTQ youth and aunthood and is part of a larger two-year longitudinal study on LGBTQ youth um, support from family members who aren't parents and housing stability. So uh, for this study, the researchers interviewed 83 queer youth in South Texas and Inland Empire of California in 2022 who reported ambivalence or low support from their parents regarding their identity of those youth, youth uh, 38 mentioned their aunts when asked to identify their most important non-parental relatives with an additional 12 describing someone who played an aunt-like role, but who they weren't biologically related to. Um, the study respondents described three types of support that their aunts or aunt figures uh, provided, which was LGBTQ specific support, um, anticipatory housing support, which means that their aunts preemptively offered 
uh, housing to them if they were to become homeless and then actual housing support. So why I brought this article over and why it's important uh, is because one in 10 youth uh, from 18 to 25 experience housing instability in the U.S. every year. And queer youth make up about 40% of that population with black and Latino transgender youth disproportionately affected. So wanted to shout out the aunties out here and the auntie-like figures and the other mothers and folks who step in uh, when queer youth are um, put in a situation where they might be homeless and they're, they're not accepted by their parents. And yeah, we love our aunties out here. Yeah, shout out to the aunties and the tias and everybody. Everybody's the TTs and you know, I know it feels nice, especially Everybody. being an auntie. Like I'm just like, yeah, I, my my brother would never, but I'm also just like, but if if people need it, but it's like I I adopt my friends' kids, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so I'm it just like, village. come to me with all of your things. So I was like, I would love it if one of them came out to me first, and then I could be like, what? <laughs> good things about to happen, but I can't tell you. And all of that, like you know, I just want I want all of those moments, but in support and just you know, like the kids I used to work with. And things to have those conversations. Some of them I followed back up with. Some of them did end up in those situations, but they were able to make it work. And if there are ways that I could support them and help them and be there for them, like I always tried to be. So that's super important. Keep it up, aunties. Yeah. There was, um, I don't have it, but the, there was numbers also associated with the another study that said um, queer youth knowing like one supportive adult like decreases the chances of them um attempting suicide by a, a big amount. I think it was like 40%, but I didn't, I didn't pull the numbers from that. But yeah, like any adult who is affirming and supportive is super helpful to the queer youth that are out here and want to encourage folks to continue to be in, their, in the ways that they can. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good news. That's something you <laughs> like some good news. Something we got to nice. sprinkle it in there. <laughs> I know, because the way I, I was too. coming in here being like, oh, we got to talk about all of these new trans legislations and all these things. And then we we're like, yeah, yeah which we do, news. which we do. But we, yeah, it's time to, we can take a, some good for a minute. And it's also developing to like, mm-hmm. they're with this shit. Like 20, we talked about it. 2024 is already crazy and hit play on it immediately. Like mm-hmm. January one, there was like no drop off. So there's definitely updates in the political realm and less uh, positive stories in some cases <laughs> to come, but you know, you know, Share a good one. So I like it. All right. Well, this last category is is Jay Christ and Lil Nas X. Did you see the video? Came out last Friday. Listen to the, the song. Jay Listen Christ. What you think? What you think? Short. It was, it was short. very Lil Nas X. <laughs> I was like, he added in all of the all of the things that he yeah. could have. <laughs> all of the plays on the Bible. I laughed because today he did a post that showed the inspiration mm-hmm. for it. And as oh, yeah. just like jokes. <laughs> and what the, the fact that it was like the classic windows background with the rolling green hills mm-hmm. as inspiration. I was like, my, the marketing continues to get you better. Know. It is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was, uh, that was exactly what I expected to see from him. Yep. Uh, even down to the beat and the styling of the songs, I was like, this is very little Nas X. I was like, I see mm-hmm. that this is going to kind of be like a Drake moment where you have the similar sounding things continuing to roll out. But it was very much, I was not surprised he brought his little devil back because came on back. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> if you're back, telling a story, the on back. you're yep. going to make a series, you're yep. going to tell a story, you're going to bring <laughs> it back. So it was, it was welcome back the theme. devil. Fun to Welcome see. Back to the stage. Fun to see all of the people up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. Because we knew that was going to come. That was really what I went to the video for was just to read the comments on all of the different platforms and the ranges that people had when it came to their uh, feedback. Yeah. So I, I like what you said about the the video was like, okay, yeah. The video, I was like, okay, about what I expected. It wasn't better than I thought it was just about what I expected I did go back and listen to the song you know on on title and just like listen to it and sonically it's cool it is the same beat I like that you mentioned that it is very much a little Nas X beat so I like I feel like out of like 10 I would give the song like a six Mm -hmm. or five you know Mm -hmm. where it's like 
the hype and the rollout wasn't worth what that song was. And mm-hmm. if you're going to name it Jay Christ and it's like coming back on your shit because you did lay low last year, just want something different, you know, a little different. I'm not mad at the song, but, and again, if he's coming out with the album this year, then wonderful. But I was just like, okay, it just seems like you kind of use one on like Jay, like it, it could have just been a better or bigger song. If you're going to come back like Jay Christ, mm-hmm. you know, Kind of thing and all of the stuff that went with it so i mentioned it last last week for my backward opinion that i thought he was over trolling and he was and he came out and addressed the criticism and says he knows he messed up um got a couple of quotes from it um one was i wanted to i wanted to not necessarily apologize but i wanted to explain where my head was at and where it's been for the last week so first of all when i did the artwork i knew there were there would be some upset people or whatnot simply because religion is very is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people but i also didn't mean to mock um this wasn't like an f you to you people or f you to christians it's not like that um I'm, it was me literally saying oh i'm back i'm back like jesus that was the whole thing um and he said i'm not the first person to dress up as jesus i'm not the not, first rapper also not, not at all <laughs> i'm not first artist and I won't be the last and I know given my history with Montero with the Montero video call me by your name anything that I do related to religion can be seen as mockery that just was not the case with this um, but he did go on to say I know I messed up really bad this time and I can act unbothered all I want but it's definitely taken a mental toll on me um, I do want my Christian fans to know that I'm not against you I was put on this earth to bring people closer together and promote love and that's who I am I am very glad that he apologized because after recording, I after the recording or maybe it was before and I didn't see it. I didn't see the whole communion thing. I was like, come on, man. Like for me, I'm still laughing at it. But again, as I mentioned, like the over trolling where it's like, you don't have to do that. Like you shouldn't have to do that. But I'm glad he apologized because it did was like it was getting out of hand. I was like, all right. <laughs> and given now that we have the song, the actual art of it is a little underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. for doing all of that you know kind of thing like you back like Jay Christ then you know go off and not a terrible song but I was just like underwhelmed I was yeah. underwhelmed because it was yeah. familiar it was it was yeah. very familiar in terms of what he had done before and the same kind of way that he went about it mm-hmm. yep yeah so I hope that there yeah, is it was- a little bit more where he's kind of like stretching the elements and things like that because he is he is such a creative person. So I want to hear more of like the ideas that come through and the musicality that he has that then emphasizes all of these larger than life visuals that he has. Like with this, it just kind of felt like yeah. we were repeating the Call Me By Your Name mm-hmm. of it. It's like extended or the sequel. Yeah. And it, and it totally could have been. It totally yeah. could have been. It just wasn't advertised that way. So I didn't know if that was what it was i figured with how the devil would pop in and things like that i was like we're continuing this this is a continuation are we continuing to tell the story is that the vision behind it things like that um i also kind of like i understand that he apologized for all of the things with the religion but that's the other thing that makes little nas x very fun is that he is so unapologetic so mm-hmm. i was kind of sad to be like oh no are we are we starting to get like soft little nas no x? and <laughs> i was like, just think so he knows when he I'm- like I, don't, a little out of here. Like, I know it's like one of those things where it's like you can communion. own it <laughs> yeah things, just, but it's okay it's I was okay. just like ah fuck him fuck him and do it yeah uh, you know but for a bit I guess <laughs> even with the apology more so even for his Christian fans um including me with that where it's just like it, yeah, all these sometimes the Christians who jumped out of the woodworks to <laughs> you know condemn like him left. and all the stuff they were saying it is still fuck them and fuck all that and that their interpretation of the Bible is wrong. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, yo, well, like you don't have to take me. You don't have to over troll. Like you don't like you're so yeah. good at trolling. Like he's so smart and creative where I feel like I told you before, I feel like he has like white queer folks or somebody on his team that are like, yeah, do this. You know, how, like it's like you play too much. He plays yes. too much. He plays too much. Mm-hmm. Like He plays mm-hmm. too much. I feel like that has a kind of like big sister figure like you playing too much now like it's funny and i'm protect you against everybody else like mm-hmm. and they were also you know crazy and out of line for what they were saying and stuff mm-hmm. like that like christianity is for everybody 
Um, and he does promote love and all that. But the over trolling with the communion and the liberty thing, I was just like, so I was like, this single better be good. And it right. wasn't. It wasn't and that good. Delivered. Yeah. So I was just like, you want to use those or, you know, use that um, for good stuff, for good mm-hmm. songs and all that kind of thing. And I just don't want him to keep getting his antics to overshadow his clear talent. He's very talented. Um, so, and it's still Bob, you know, here out in the club and in the right place, like it's going to do what it does. But yeah, it was still underwhelming. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh. And the Christian fans, like, it's just like, it, it almost seemed like he has like kind of like, fet- not a fetish, but it's just like, yo, okay, we got it. <laughs> we got it. We got it, bro. You already did this before. So shout out to him and any new music coming our way from Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Excited to see what else he has coming this year. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't think yeah. he's getting soft though. He's not. <laughs> okay. He's not. He's going to get about. Because initially when I saw the yeah. apology, I was like, is this a real apology or not? And then I read it and I was like, oh, yeah. no, this is an actual apology. And I had thought about what you had said where I was like, yeah, a step. And then I'm like, ah, oh, but do I want him to just be like, meh, whatever. But also two things can be true. So, yeah, yeah, you work for sure. I do. I do want him to keep his edge, though. It's fucked up. It's still it's still fuck them. But. You playing a little too much now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I told you about I told you about those damn devil shoes with the blood. <laughs> now are you doing that? Oh my god! Like the devil shoes with you the gotta blood. You got to chill, chill. And the devil shoes is in the video. Like, and that was funny to me. All this is funny, but I'm like, again, it feels like a little brother where it's just like, yo, shit, like, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we got it, we got it. Overdoing it now. So, <sighs> all right. Well, let's get to our advice segment. Don't I sound better? My flu is now a couple of You really weeks do sound me. like I did. My God. Like you just sound so awake and alive <laughs> now that you're not. I'm not dying. <laughs> not yeah. Woof. Oh, my God. It's been. Such I didn't a realize tough how bad it was, but now, like, hearing your voice today, I was just like, was oh, yeah, no, you were, you were hella sick. Cause you didn't like, I was it. trying. You yeah. didn't look it. So, congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, because the flu hit like literally after the day after Christmas. So, mm-hmm. I had a week and some change of that. And so, by the time we've recorded our first episodes this year, still in there. Like, I'm still coughing and like, I, yeah, but it's not as bad as it was. So, That's shout good. out to everybody who listened and were patient with my sick voice, fluey voice, <laughs> these la- these first couple of episodes. We did. So, We'll have a new voice. Um, all right. Well, let's get to our advice segment in my back rear. Uh, email your questions to us at bagrearspodcasts at gmail.com to be featured or DM us on IG at bagrearspod. Okay. This first one is for, from Bettina. Bettina asks, am I a bad queer? I identify as bisexual, but I have a lot of straight friends, uh, especially straight women friends. Uh, we've known each other for a long time, and I can't tell if they're they are secretly queer or not. Whenever we hang out, they are always incredibly affectionate, playing with my hair, wanting to hold hands, laying on me, all stuff we definitely did before I came out. But now that I'm out, what does this mean? Is this normal or are they secretly hitting on me, Bettina? Hmm. Well, they did it before, you know. They probably didn't want to switch up and like if they stop, like you might think like, oh, are they not doing that because I came out? Like what's wrong? Like kind of thing. So maybe it's just business as usual for them um, because this is, this is, a you know, very, this is moderately, at least moderately affectionate for just anybody. Like I don't play with my friend's hair and I don't hold their hands except if I'm drunk, obviously. Um, I don't really lay on them. Um, like so, I do all these things. You know, that's I'm very affectionate. <laughs> like I do, friends. I do these things with my close friends. So it's oh, just you like, do? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I was yeah, like, I am. I am always. <laughs> I am. I'm the affectionate friend. Like I'm Aww. the one who goes and lays on them, or is like, come here, I'll, you. I'll scratch your head. I'll do the things. Um, that's so and sweet. all of that, or I'm like moving my arm between them, or making them do it, and be like, you're too far away. Come back. Oh, like, I'm that friend. You're the affectionate friend. Oh. So, yeah, so maybe, you know, if they if y'all did this all before, I don't think they're secretly hitting on you. I think you'll know, Bettina. I think at least one of them might be secretly hitting on you. They might, but you'll know for (laughs) sure soon. Okay, so like you can still continue to, you know, 
be conservative. Keep your eyes open to see if anybody sticks out and it, mm-hmm. if it is more affectionate. But um, if they were, you know, you gonna find out soon. They're gonna gonna let you know. So, you know, that might be on the way. You know? What do you think? Affectionate friend. I want to hear more detail about how they're gonna know. That's what I wanted to hear. But uh, they're gonna do something. It's gonna be one night out, and it's gonna mm-hmm. be they're gonna take it. They're gonna push one too the line. many margaritas. Sh- sure, one margarita, sure two margarita, and mm-hmm. just let it, let it. Uh, yeah, let the cards lie as they may. You know, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, yeah. I think especially in women friendships, especially in America, mm-hmm. a lot of times we are just like incredibly affectionate. We are basically lesbians without being lesbians. <laughs> so it's just. Sometimes that is what it is. And oh, I'm, I am it, going on Chris's point. I am glad that they haven't changed their behavior since you've come out. Okay. So it could just be it could just be that. But also, I, I also want to flip this on you a little bit to say you're just hyper aware because are you trying not to get turned on by? Mm, yeah, there's that. Because it sounds like, you know, normal or are they anyway? Because you probably didn't question that before you came out or all of this affection caused you to question it and that's how you did come out so who do you have a crush on in your friend group Bettina somebody mm. Mm. is somebody. this you asking really asking us permission if you can ask your friends out on dates is that what this is just want to give two sides do to girl. the story that's all <laughs> just you say don't do it say don't do it girl <laughs> I mean you can you can under certain circumstances just got speed yeah <laughs> oh girl go also, outside the group the friends, friends <laughs> that you've had forever don't ruin the friendship yeah don't don't, don't follow don't. what demi lovato, demi lovato said and ruin the friendship don't do that mm-hmm. let that be Does it. let it's that be so it. i would yeah. i would look at yourself as well in this situation that you are becoming hyper aware of all of these touches and maybe you just got to go and get laid a little bit and then you can calm down around your friends sometimes yeah. it just it's just like that so Mm-hmm. It is. Well, that was beautiful. It's, it could have been better. I'm still not 100% back. So. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We're going on this journey with you. Yeah. Um, Bettina, thanks so much. And I'll uh, that out. Yeah. All right. Our next one is from Anonymous. So, award show season. We'll do Quincy Brunson. Uh, so, Quincy yeah. writes in and said, Am I a bad queer? My gay guy friends get upset when they aren't invited to girl hangs. Like if we had a ladies brunch or a spa day, they want to be invited. Mind you, we are close, but sometimes we just need some girl time. It feels like they are showing their privilege when they get all hurt that we didn't invite them. At the same time, we don't get invited to all the gay guy events. No, hell. But they say it's not the same. So how do I navigate this? <laughs> Sexism. Okay. What were you like? Tell them you first. They're like, it's not the same. You can't go to the bathhouses with us. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Why not? Like, break the barriers. Break the mold. Mm-hmm. Bring me in here. Well, Bring I me in that's here. That's yeah. answer right there. I would tell them, <laughs> tell them you first. You first. Yeah. You invite me to the events and then maybe I'll invite you to the girls' day and the ladies' hangs and all of those fun things. And then maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I was like, guys, stop, stop getting hurt that you're... Just because you are in touch with your feminine side doesn't mean you get invited to all of the things. Right. It's just what it is. Not entitled to that. You're not entitled to that. And I think sometimes our experiences, especially once we are queer and we get to have more expanded groups of friends, especially the gay guys who are wonderful enough to have women and queer women in their circles, I think they just expect like, no, but I've I've crossed over. So (laughs) I'm a safe space now so I can be in your safe spaces. And it's like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know, these all the time. Sometimes I just need to hang. I just need to hang with my girls. You know, but the fact that they have their separate gay guy hangs and all that, and that there's no issue to them about that, and they say mm-hmm. that that's not the same, it's just like selfish and also mm-hmm. just like just not really being aware of <laughs> just like what? Like, you need your gay guy hangs because you need that time away, and that's fine. And you totally get that. So they need to extend that empathy and understanding to why mm-hmm. they're not invited to the girl hangs. Like it's it's like, oh, so you do understand. It's like the, the uh, Mean Girls meme mm-hmm. of Regina George. Like, oh, you do like you, they do understand it. They just are being bratty about not 
being invited to the girl hang. No, because we need our time alone, just like y'all need your time alone. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Nothing so, wrong with that. So, yeah. And on the petty side, you have like a said, perfect example. Start. Like, <laughs> you go first. Yeah. Take yeah. me to the bathhouse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want to go. Mm-hmm. So, you first. Putting that out there. Yep. Yeah, you have a wonderful, shining example of why they're not invited to the girl hangs because you're not invited to the guy hangs. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. For the same reasons. Basically. Practice what you preach, my guy. Mm-hmm. Practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. They could even talk it. to me about that. I'd be like, get out of here. Can't go to the gay guy <laughs> hangs. Okay. Oh, okay. So we get it. We we all understand. <laughs> so no more of that. Um, yes. All right. Well, this last one is from Jamel. Uh, who asked, am I a bad queer? I'm attracted to one of my friends, but I just want to keep it casual. I don't want to date them. And the messed up thing is that they know I'm attracted to them and now they are acting differently. I want to keep our friendship as is because it's important, because it's great, excuse me. Am I in the wrong? All right, this last one is from Jamel. Jamel asked, am I a bad queer? I'm attracted to one of my friends, but I just want to keep it casual. I don't want to date them. And the messed up thing is that they know I'm attracted to them and now they are acting differently. I want to keep our friendship as it is because it's great. Am I in the wrong, Jamel? No, I mean, you want to keep it casual. Just keep communicating that you want to keep it casual. You got eyes. You're attracted to her. <laughs> like that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. Or attracted to them. Excuse me. Um, and that's fine. That There ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know, I am all clearly all for not dating your your friends if it's going to mess up things and you realize that it will mess up your friendship. So not in the wrong there. Just keep mm-hmm. communicating that you don't, you don't want that. And maybe you'll patch it up and, you know, things might be a little awkward and different right now, but I'm sure they'll understand at some point. For sure. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely one of those things where you just want to Keep that consistent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, especially if they're acting weird right now, just kind of have, a, like, a an open dialogue conversation with them about what it is and that two things can be true. But you're not taking it forward. It's kind of like an observation thing. And not, and, and be, be kind about it because clearly this is your friend and you want to keep being friends with them. But make it, make it very clear what it is and, and what it is not so that you all can get back to what you were or figure out how you're going to navigate moving forward because whenever these things happen everybody's like I just want to go back to what it was and it's like it's no longer going to be the same especially once somebody has acted different so now you have to navigate a new normal with them so take the time to figure that out and work with them on that situation yeah here here all right that was our advice segment in my bad queer um, email your questions to us at badqueerspodcast at gmail.com to be featured or DM us on IG at Backwards Pod. All right. So what type of backwards would it be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions? My backward opinion. So I saw this on IG and it was it was a conversation amongst gay men. So I'm just here observing and was like, oh, this was this was fun and fascinating. It definitely could carry over into a lot of different scenarios. So wanted to bring it up and about how basically bottoms for gay men. Um, shouldn't be taking care of tops. It should be vice versa. <laughs> it was like kind of like a know your lane. And it was really interesting to see the comments where there were some guys who were like, just let men be men. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if this applies to this situation, but okay. Um, and other folks who were very, it was a lot of people who were very much in agreement that the top is supposed to take care of the bottom that's your role that's what you're supposed to do bottoms shouldn't be doing that work that's not what they're there for and you should deliver on that and my main statement is just to leave people alone yeah like what you are in the bedroom does not have to not carry over and I think there's a lot of different ways that you can take care of people and a lot of different ways that you can care for the people that you're fucking and it doesn't have to just be left to one role or the other this is how dominance and submission carries over into these areas. And then you say, then you put limitations on what people can do 
and then you put gender roles on what people can do and that's the whole point you are two men that are together and you should you're already breaking societal norms and societal rules so let let yourselves choose what works for you if that's what it works for your relationship in a non-toxic non we have to be like this because that's what these roles say type way then yeah then let it be but if that's if that's what works for you if that's what works for you and if it doesn't work for you then it doesn't work for you and you all operate the way that you want to but i don't, I don't think that needs to be forced upon it. i thought that was such an interesting conversation to to win yeah. yeah one of those carryover gender role things that you know our community has hold on and you know we've said it before you kind of well you alluded to it here but it's just like people do whatever they want that works mm-hmm. for them if they want to do that but um yeah there's no like set that tops have to take care of bottoms mm-hmm. um, the bottom might have the better job okay. um, or be a better leader it's not even always about money they just might be a, a better leader or more of an alpha and top from the bottom um so whatever works for people works for people like that's not just like a, it has to be that you know sort of thing but you see it. You see it on our side of things. Like it's, you know, that belief. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of tops that have no problem taking care of their their bottom love. But um it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Everybody should have the space to, you know, have the relationship that they want. So mm-hmm. hmm. and just observing that, huh? You just you are just, out here with the wire in twenty twenty four. Honestly. Online, my, in person. Okay. Of it. I'm having a good time yeah. out here just watching yeah. and listening. A wire. Have you ever seen the wire TV mm-hmm. show? Okay, cool. All right, just whew, checking. It's going to add that to your list. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a backward opinion. I just have a couple of community notes. Um, one <laughs> is that um, <laughs> I'm growing out some of my sides and all that. Um, so that's a thing. And it's interesting so far. Um, so shout out to everybody who's growing out their sides because it is, you know, it's something. And then you just need to bring the people in on that. Yeah. So obviously I have questions like, yes. Mm -hmm. You just, we'll take community questions for the community. Thank you. Sorry. Before we went on to the next, I wanted to be sure that we addressed this. So Mm -hmm. I've decided like you're growing out the sides. So you hear how long, how long are you planning on growing it? I, it's not even going to be a lot. Of it, mm-hmm. I just want like another like maybe two rows to start some more locks or lock okay. up. Okay. So not Expanding even the like locks. the whole that the whole thing I'm growing out. But you know, I'm just seeing where it takes me though. I'm, you know, turning back on the haircuts to to see, well, you know, well let's get it trimmed and all that. But yeah, I'm just wanna grow it back. Mm-hmm. Or most of it back, or a good amount of it okay. back. So Okay. I love that for so, you. Going through that. Yeah, it's a it's a um, new journey, new journey, new field. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, okay, it is. Shout out to anybody else who's starting that journey this year. It's just like such a shower thought, and how you said it. <laughs> yeah, it is. These are my community notes are usually shower thought. <sighs> and then this next one is because this is a safe space, um, <laughs> and that I want to make sure that what happened to me doesn't happen to anyone else, Uh-oh. and. Part of that is like raising the issue and talking about things so that others can learn from my mistake, mistakes mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, better for it. That's why it's a community, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is about strap management. So I moved my strap from my very reachable location around my bed because I traveled during the holidays and had big plans before we got the flu um so it didn't come to fruition and in the aftermath of unpacking I didn't put my strap back so the other night (laughs) when I go to look for it mid-act when I tell you I've never in my adult (laughs) sexual history have like this has never happened to me to go to reach for the strap and it not be there like mid-sex so then I had to get up and I had to tell my wife like 
it's not there. <laughs> just like, which I didn't even know what to say. Like, I felt like Ashley Simpson where when she was on SNL and was doing that little dance jig. Like, what do you like? I was just like, oh, my God, it's not there. And it's never happened to me before. It's never happened to me before. So I want people to take my cautionary tale of making sure that you check in on your strap and you're managing it well and all that so that that doesn't happen to you because that should have never happened. I should have known it was there. I should have put it back. I'm unpacking it. I didn't. And this happened live in the act and it has never happened to me before. And I can't even describe the feeling of getting down and looking where it should be at <laughs> and it not being there. And then I'm just like, what do I, what do you say to that? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and we got back to it. I mean, because I, honestly, right. I was like, part did of the, it stop it? Did it no, like, no, that, no, no, no. There we go. And to be honest, a big part of this is because I don't strap up that much as is. Mm-hmm. So like, it wasn't like anything to continue, but mm-hmm. like, I kind of made a deal of it. Like, I was like, oh, can I get the shot? I get down there and it's not there. And there was like this, I can't, I, it is like panic, panic, embarrassment, and devastation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just, I, it just, my heart like dropped. <laughs> it's like, it is not there. And I felt so bad. And I just don't want anybody else to go through that. So, um, community note, just make sure, you know, you're keeping on top of your strap management. So things like that don't happen. Like, and it usually everything's ready to go. Um, right. Or I try to, if I know, you know, I'm going to strap up, but I didn't check. I didn't check. So that's strap management that missed that on the checklist. And for the first time in my sexually active life, my strap wasn't there when I needed it. So, hey, sharing that with y'all. Thank you so much for providing this safe space for me mm-hmm. to share that. Easy. And hopefully it helps who it needs to help. Who it oh. needs to help. Yeah. Gone Thank with y'all. strap. Wow. Thank y'all. Wow. Yep. Ah. I'm, I'm so glad you got that off your chest and brought that to uh, it was our, so our community notes. So embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Like, I can only imagine on the bed. Hey, it's not there. (laughs) It's not what I don't I don't know what to do about that. So can we go back to it? So uh, move on with our program. Uh (laughs) We're going to move on to the next act. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Very literally. (laughs) So I can only imagine you getting to the point where you just stopped and were like, I have to it's the teller. I have to tell her. Look, what do you have to tell her? And you just, and it's like you, you just debate that in your brain. It's almost uh, like you were in trouble, but you weren't. And yeah. It was just, it, it, that is honestly how it felt. Like, I was like, could I just stay down here for the rest of my life? Like, could I just like not return? <laughs> just like, wow. just not get up. Wow. But um, what a time. What an experience. Yeah. What an experience. Yeah, that's management. That's my fault. Rap management. My fault. Community Rap management. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you for uh, sharing that. No, with thank us, y'all friend. for allowing me to be brave. Mm. So thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. I think there is no better way than yeah. to wrap up the show. So let's go. Shout out to our Because you know, we would never leave you. Shout out to our Gotta use a God game. Oh you. my God. Wow. Had to go organic well, for a moment. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And Dang that's why I stay with it usually. Honestly, that is usually why I usually stay organic. Listen, whole, no way. You had to play Find Your Strap for a moment. And then oh, when you actually I mean, it went it back, it just wasn't there. And like, I knew, it, like, remembered where, I knew it where it was. Like, I knew where it was, but it was definitely not within like yeah going and i was like i honestly in hindsight could have gone to get it but i was so embarrassed i was just like yes just, once you're in that moment go. we just have to go yeah there's no coming back at that point mm-mm, you're just like ah. you see you like there's turning that. over your shoulder like oh God. yeah yeah no i could have like you want some water i'm gonna run and get no 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 that moment has passed yes okay yes even for me and honestly if i ever ran and got it i don't think my heart would have been into it because i would have been still embarrassed mm-hmm. <laughs> just, 
so shocked. It's so. almost like, like you would have gotten like whiskey dick in the moment. Yeah, pretty with, much. Like, I mean, it's might just, as well. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, all right. Go with what you know. Go with yeah. what you know is <laughs> a motto. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, my shout out this week goes to uh, some of our bad queer fam that have been winning and thriving. So these are former guests that we've had on the show. So my first shout out is to Dr. David J. Johns for winning BET's Black and Iconic Active Advocate Award. Yay. The suits were it. The vibes were it. Dr. Johns is it. So congratulations to you as well. Glad has announced some of their awards and we had a couple of people on there that we knew and recognized. So first, we're going to shout out Translash Podcast and Amara Jones for being nominated for Outstanding Podcast. We love it. We love to see it. She is doing amazing work. Her team is doing amazing work. And we're going to shout out Into uh, for Outstanding Online Journalism article. So we're going to shout out our friend Josh, Josh Mackey. He's assistant editor at Into and we had him on the podcast and just want to give some shout outs. We love seeing our people win. So shout out to our bad queer family for all yeah. of your accomplishments. Award winning, award nominated. Okay. 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 Come on, family. Yep. So cool. Huh. My shout out is to the IG page Fly and Famous Black Girls, uh, which is certainly they will they self-describe as a digital museum of Black Hollywood. They have archival images of Black women and actors and musicians from across decades and it's just a really good follow on ig so you can follow them at fly and famous black girls on ig all right well that's the show everybody thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week take care shout out to sienna liggins for our bad queer soundtrack titled me again and our sound engineer cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing If you enjoyed the episode, please take the time to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time.